Hey, what's going on, everybody? So for today's podcast, you know, I had like three or four different ones already made. But some things happened today that I wanted to take the chance to kind of slow down and let all of you guys know to show you that, you know, I'm still dealing with problems, too. And that is... Drum roll, please. That's right. I don't have a drum roll yet. But an ex of mine who I'm still madly in love with and thought to myself, you know, if I just show up doing this and this and this and then do all these great things that it'll work out. But I learned today that's not the case. Um, The bad I did in the past cannot be overlooked by the good I'm trying to do now. And for her to heal and move on, she's going to need to not have anything to do with me. And I so badly wanted to just bulldoze her with tons of reasons as to why, no, no, I can help with this. And I wanted just to flood her with reasons why that shouldn't be it. And right before I sent that text, because you know, of course, I can't get her on a phone call with me, so it's only text. But right before I sent that text, you know, I thought to myself, stop, take a second, see it from her point of view. For the first time, mind you. And I go, okay. If someone came up to you, right, and they hurt you, physically, emotionally, and they put a big scar there, and you know, you patched it up with some band-aids, you know, maybe you got a few stitches here and there, you, you, you heal it up pretty well, but you make it look presentable. Right? And then you put tons of makeup on it too to make it even look invisible. And well, I, that's what happened. I didn't see the scars I put on her. Emotionally, of course. So I had to, you know, accept that fact. Like, she's never going to get rid of those for her. There's nothing I can say or do then change that. She's just, hopefully, in time, we'll see that. You know, I'm changing for the better, I'm doing better things. But, either way, when I sent the text out, I deleted everything. I typed it and she said, you know, you're right. I can't apologize enough for what I'm doing. And I can't ask for you to believe me when I say I'm changing. If me, not talking to you and having to walk away is what you want me to do. So that way you can get better and you can enjoy your life, by all means. So that's how it went. So... For you guys, I want to go ahead and I just want to break that down a little bit. And you're going to get my unfiltered, raw, natural opinion and thought process behind it. You know, as a third part looking at now, it's been a few hours. I'm not going to lie to you, I've been crying first. So, like, I can't just say I hopped up on Anchor and said, let's make a podcast about this. No, no, I had to stop crying first. And the snot off my face. But now since I can, let's dive into it. Let's see. Let's experience what it was. So what I was feeling in that instance was regret, sorrow, hatred, self-loving, and selfishness. I say selfishness because I was only seeing my side, you know? I was only focusing on what I wanted and what I wanted to do. Self-hatred because I hated myself for what I did and I couldn't own up to my fact. I had to accept the consequences for my actions and I still didn't you know I would apologize sorry and tell them doing better and and truly mean it and truly have the best intentions but if I'm not accepting what I did and taking the consequences for it how can I say I'm truly moving or changing Um, 
you know, it's just, I can keep going on. But the other ones are a little too tough right now, so I'm not gonna hit those ones, but we can all generally <laughs> imagine why for that topic. So, breaking it back down, her side, my side, let's discuss. Her side. I did dumb things. You know, I betrayed her trust. I did not cheat on her, anybody, or through text or whatnot, anything like that. I just, I betrayed her trust, you know? What I did was, I broke her trust. We got into argument, things were getting heated, right? Through that argumentation, she spit on my face. I'm 100% positive it was just because she had a lot to say and was talking fast and I got the one up close, right? I got angry and I'm like, you know what? Screw this, you gotta go, you gotta leave. And then I went ahead and broke her trust, right? But here, get this, I called the cops on her to have her leave because I was so angry that I was like, you know what, I'm gonna fight her. And I don't, I don't like raising my hand to women and she, in my opinion, what a woman is is someone that doesn't put their hands on you, has self-respect for themselves and for you enough to know they're not gonna go to your level. And she didn't do that. In my opinion, that's a woman. You never put your hand on her, no matter what. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just gonna call the cops, get out of here, let her do her own thing. You know, I don't care no more. I don't wanna care no more. Man, you know what? Fuck her, fuck everything about her, she's an awful person. And that was me trying to justify my stupidity. You know, I can't take that back at all. And so looking at her point of view, you know, if the person you truly love, admire, and respect so much and you want the best for, right, and they think they have your back no matter what, if you call the cops on them, that's pretty hard, pretty hard, you know, to get yourself out of that hole. You kind of really just have to Except for where it is and build yourself out of it. You can try climbing and struggling and hitting the sides and put one foot to that wall and you're back to the wall and trying to jimmy yourself up there, but living proof right here for you folks, don't work. Now, my point of view, okay? I'm pretty sure everyone understands when you do something wrong and you try your hardest, your utmost hardest to right that wrong, you put every thought into it. And I... I had tunnel vision on. You know, I was so focused on righting the wrong, you know, proving myself, showing my worth, getting her back, taking small steps. Hope, right? No small steps take the bigger steps. Bigger steps is we get our own place. We're doing our own thing. At one point, we have kids, have a good family. My life gets older. We're together. I die before her. Life is good. I go to heaven going, yes, that was worth every adversity. That's all I thought in my brain. I didn't want to think about her side. So that, that's my side. And that, that time, it can cloud your judgment so much. You have to really step back and see just what you're doing. Now, as someone who lived it, it's a lot easier said than done. So I don't expect anyone to do that. And also, I don't expect anyone to take any of my advice as actual professional advice. It's just a guy going through the problems and figuring this stuff out at the same time. With that being said, let's jump back to her point of view. If you were her, how hard would it be for you to trust someone like that again, you know? If they really did that, right? Now, now ask yourself this, because she's a very smart girl. Honestly, they're probably the smartest person in the world. So I'm not, I would not be surprised that she went through every possible scenario in about three or four seconds. And I'm pretty sure one of those through there was the fact that, okay, we get back together, we do this all, it works out great. Years go by, we have kids now, and then he pulls the same shit. Now what happens is that's investment. You, there is no going back at that point. Because at that point, if it's true, you guys are already 
combine both of your lives now. So place you live mutual, right? And it'd be even worse because for me, she knows me. I'm the person, I don't like her paying bills. So she knows if that were to work out, I'd be paying all the bills. And this shit happens and she would have to leave. And now she's out of a house. She can't see her kids or she's, her entire life is broken apart for a second time. And would you honestly, would you want to risk that? I wouldn't. Now, jump back to my side of the time. Don't, don't even let me kid you. I thought of that before this even brought up. That was a thought I've been thinking about for weeks before this even got here. And that's how she saw it. So as I'm talking about it, you know, instead of seeing that and using that side of the point of view, right, for her to see my view so we can find some common ground, what do I do? Nothing that I should have. But what I read a lot of the time, what people tell me all the time, is you need to find common ground before you start trying to make emotional leanway and pulls. Nope, mm -mm, not me, not happening here. Your boy went straight into emotional leanway and pulls. I mean, I was just hitting the waterworks. I was sailing for every fucking heartstring she had. Um, I stayed out of the anger. I didn't want to hit anger because for her, that's, that's a real backfire. Even no matter how dumb or upset or emotional or stupid I get, anger is really never the right one unless I'm really pissed. So usually if I'm crying, I don't get to that point of being angry. So I usually stay away from anger, which I'm glad I did. And then um, guilt tripping. That's also never one I ever like to use for anybody unless they're nice. I mean, then I just love them. But for her, dad, no, 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 no. Not to get away. just put a whole entire shovel of nice fresh dirt and smack that bitch against the wall and hope everything stuck. Right? I don't know if it didn't. Cool. Smack it again. There's a lot of dirt in, the, um, in this world. Okay? I had enough ammo. Trust me. Let me just give you that example. I had more than enough am ammo. Now, let's wrap this all up by putting the points together. So we have her side. You know, broken trust broken dreams, heartache, emotional stars that can't just heal up, boom, done, over with. My side, regret, self-pity, loathing, it's all negative and I'm trying to have, you see, my point I'm making here, I'm kind of breaking it up out of here because I'm thinking different processes as I'm saying this, so it's really hard to stay on one. The point that I'm thinking here is you can't make something work if one side's already broken. So if I'm coming to her trying to show her that I'm not broken and I'm, a and I'm better and I'm changed and I'm doing great things and I'm getting my life on track and I'm doing all the things that I'm saying I'm doing, then I, why am I acting like the old way? You see what I mean here? It's, it's hard to make someone believe you when you're acting the same exact way. You know, like if you saw a fire hydrant, red, same colors, it literally looked like a freaking fire hydrant from any cartoon, any TV, any TV show. And someone walked up to you with a chair and said, this is the fire hydrant. Yeah, we both look at him like he was a little, little lost there. I think that's what happened. Now, here's my goal. Here's my prediction that what might happen. This is probably the only reason why I still have a little bit of, this is probably the only reason why I'm not still crying. And this might be just blind idiosity and you guys should let me know if it is. But I'm thinking that in the future, Right, probably around the place where I got, I got my own place and uh, I'm doing really well. I got money coming in. Your boy's sitting pretty. Has some nice clothes and designer shoes. Right, she's probably gonna be two, maybe three, 
light years above me. So she might. Now, this is just a prediction. But I know I'm going to be successful in life. So I don't really know for a fact she will. But she's going to be, like, really well off. I'm going to be doing okay. You know, like, car breaks down. You just go ahead and swipe it. And we're good. But she's going to be the point to, like, ooh, I want that ring. Oh, that's 24000 Cool. $24. I'll write it off. So... And we might chit-chat and talk back then. This might be like one of those you've seen the TV shows like uh, The Rookie, where he meets that old ex that had a fling with and it was amazing and he just left. You know, it might be like one of those. You never know. Do I hope so? Yes. Do I also not hope so? More so, yes. Because then that's like 15 years of waiting I have to do. And if I'm wrong, fuck. You know? So, yeah, that's, that's my talk. You know, I appreciate you guys taking the chance to listen to it. Uh, hopefully it helps you guys understand a few things that when you know you're thinking to yourself or maybe you're in the same predicament I am just learn from my failures don't go headstrong into it thinking that if I just blurt out everything it's gonna work out okay I mean if she's asking you to open up more and she really wants you just to conversate with her and she's telling you listen I can't I can't do it it's gonna be completely closed off or I can tell what's going on then yeah that's that's how you want to do it blurt out everything Keep the anger stuff, so the negative, anything bad, or might be caught offensively out of it. Keep any of the guilt tripping out of it. Keep most of the sad story out of it. Put a little bit in there. Girls love that. All right, I'm just going to say, hey, listen, it's a thing. Don't get mad at me for it, but put a little bit in there, but keep half of that out of it. And then just keep honesty, um, real, being real and authentic, and just kind of flood that one and then just go for it and see what happens. But hey. You know what they say, a journey of 100,000 steps starts with one. I think I'm at two now. Um, so we'll see how we are when we get to 100,000.